0: This is a Radio One ninety-one FM podcast. The 2020 publishing of the report of the Royal Commission of Inquiry into the terrorist attack in Christchurch, Marschidane, led to a number of recommendations made about the state of national security in New Zealand. The government agreed to and accepted in principle. As a result, the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet has been developing New Zealand's first ever national security strategy, which it is currently receiving submissions on and is due to debut in mid-2023. Speaking to us from Wellington about the developing strategy is Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet Director of Policy, Dan Eaton. Dan, why has New Zealand not had a national security strategy until now?
1: That's a a really good question, Scott. And and I think, simply put, the world's changing. So I think it's fair to say we've had uh, the elements of a strategy, um, but they've never really been held together or pulled together in a single accessible place for the public. Um, we also have uh, multiple agencies that are involved in national security, so there are multiple issue strategies, but nothing that there's a capstone that sits over the top of it. So um, that's sort of uh, that's sort of where we are now, and we're we're living in an increasingly sort of interconnected world where the where the pace of change is increasing rapidly, and so uh, we face uh national security challenges or challenges are that are unprecedented i think in breadth and magnitude and they you know as you'll know they'll, they'll span terrorism violent extremism strategic competition in the pacific misdisinformation foreign interference that kind of thing cyber incidents are another good one and i think over the last couple of years in our in our engagement with communities we've sort of continued to hear that New Zealanders want government to be more transparent in how it's managing those Um, that's sort of where we're at at this point
0: why is now finally the time what makes now so special for the development of such a strategy
1: so i think um if you go back three years to the attack in christchurch um what happened that day really changed our country forever Uh, the royal commission of inquiry that occurred in the aftermath of that um, made clear that the government should manage national security in a more open and accessible and accountable way. Um, So what what happened with the Royal Commission into the Christchurch mosque attacks was uh, a real driver for a national security strategy, but it's actually not the only one. And to give full effect to the intent of what the Royal Commission found, we've had to expand our view beyond the focus on counterterrorism, uh, and to look across a real, uh, you know, a much broader range of risks, threats, and um, also opportunities that we're facing. Um, And, you know, I I mentioned in in my previous answer that there's strategic competition in the Pacific, there's cyber incidents, there's transnational organised crime. There's lots of things that we're facing, um, and... As we're facing that situation, uh, to protect New Zealand and all our communities, we really need to—how um, do you put it? It's, it's sort of—we need to look upstream. So we need to be proactive rather than reactive. Um, we need to be sort of the rather than the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. Something goes wrong. We need to get upstream and look to influence the environment that we're, we're working in. And so I think the strategy provides an opportunity to have a more open, accessible, mature public conversation on these things um, and also a way to help the government, but also the private sector, individuals, communities, uh, civil society to better understand and prepare and respond to those, that broad range of issues.
0: Now, you speak about the report of the Royal Commission, which was made in the wake of the Christchurch terror attacks in 2019. It ultimately made 44 recommendations that have gone into this deliberation. What are the core take-home points of the report?
1: So that's what we're we're currently... So the consultation that we're doing around the country now, which included uh, our visits to um, universities, including Otago, really about... Um, Finalising and discovering that, but if you if you think about it, um, a report the report will have a strategic outlook. So it'll it'll take a five year look ahead at what challenges and threats New Zealand faces. It'll outline a refreshed set of strategic policy settings. So a lot of the settings that we currently operate under are 10 to 20 years old. So we will have a new national security vision. We will articulate what our national security interests are, what New Zealand's priorities are for national security, and what principles we'll operate by. There's also, um, I think, a, a real opportunity here to explore core thematic areas. So there'll be a bunch of things which are national security things which agencies need to focus on. And you're thinking about cyber security, foreign interference, counterterrorism, that kind of thing. But there are also a lot of connected and thematic issues, uh, which are vitally important, but you wouldn't expect them to be run out of the national security agency. So climate change. You don't want your um, national security agencies having uh, running climate change policy, but climate change policy has a massive impact on the security of our nation. So connected issue, social uh, uh, social cohesion is another good example where you don't want your security agencies uh running policy social policy but social policy has a big underpinning for uh for um national security issues so you'll, you'll have core core areas and connected areas that will be outlined um for the public uh to understand and then there's also uh two things that we've never Had before a program of action, so you've got a strategy, so what will change? Uh, And then also, you've got a strategy, so how are you going to measure whether that's working? So I think that's those are things that the public should look for uh, in a strategy and hold us to account if we don't achieve those.
0: Now, consultation and the role of consultation is part of what distinguishes the creation of a national security strategy in the present day versus similar strategies crafted in the Cold War by other nations. What kind of feedback is being sought and why?
1: See, you you, you refer there to the importance of consultation, uh, which I think is absolutely vital. Uh, but also, the, I think there's a, another uh, issue around participation as well. So we're, we're a much more diverse country than we were during the Cold War or in that post-war period. And if you think the Cold War sort of ended at the beginning of the 90s, There's been a few decades that have have gone past since then. And in that post-war period, I think a belief was there that national security was the government's responsibility. And that's not untrue. The government plays an incredibly important role in national security, but so do communities, so does the private sector, so does civil society. Um, So what we're wanting to know and what we're going out and asking is what worries our diverse communities and what role do they want to play and do they see themselves playing in keeping New Zealand safe that that's sort of that's the direction we're trying to head in
0: a lot of the features of these recommendations are emerging threats and threats that were harder to predict 30 years ago how does traditional defense in the form of the military like the New Zealand Defense Force factor into this development I
1: think that that's a, that's, a, that's a really good question, Scott. When I said earlier, when I talked earlier about it, it's fair to say that uh, we've had elements of a strategy before, but they've never pulled into one place. One of those elements in one area of our uh, system of agencies that have, have been quite good at looking into the future and having strategies is the defense area, but it's only one of those areas. So this strategy be the first time that you have an overarching sort of capstone strategy that pulls all those issue strategies together so the defense uh the defense strategy uh, the defense policy uh needs to fit and nest underneath the broader national security strategy that as i think i pointed out before will outline a vision for the nation as a whole and defense will need to work out how they contribute to that vision
0: now, one core intention of the strategy that you have spoken about today is that it is designed to evolve over time and as New Zealand's security situation evolves. Will the New Zealand public get to play a direct, active role in this?
1: I think you're, you're um, absolutely right in that a core aspect of the strategy is for it to evolve over time. So you can't have a document that sits on the shelf and just gathers dust. Uh, the participation of the public is vital um, and 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 hence the importance of of that national dialogue that we're trying to spark here. So and the importance of that point I made earlier that the, you know that the strategy, when it's finally issued, and we hope that'll be the middle of next year, that that's not the end point. Uh, that that's the beginning of a national dialogue that will continue and enable the public to participate much more actively. In the direction uh, that we're taking.
0: You speak about the role of social policy in crafting the environment in which the national security strategy exists. Why is incorporating the principles of Tiriti or Waitangi important in the development of the strategy?
1: So I think that that's a, another good question. And and frankly, uh, incorporating the the principle of, principles of titi, uh frankly, we haven't done that well in the past and consulting now with maori and with iwi uh, we want to understand how maori want to have the treaty reflected uh, in this but the government has a fundamental responsibility to protect all new zealanders uh, we also recognize the critical importance of the crown maori relationship and the si- significant role i think that, that maori play in major national security responses, whether that it's the events that occurred in Christchurch three years ago or any others. Um, So the strategy is really an opportunity to better understand Maori perspectives and interests in national security. um, And for the government to honor the principles of the treaty and whether those principles are partnership, participation, protection, all of those need to be reflected. And that's what this period of public consultation and consultation with Iwi Maori is about um, so just one final point on that that i'd like to make is that it's really really important that we um don't see the strategy as an end point so it's part of a journey to build trust with communities and build trust with our treaty partners where
0: can listeners provide their feedback
1: so um we're in the middle for, for the strategy we're in the middle of a public engagement period that is open so we're really, really keen to hear what you think. And uh, I was uh, down in Dunedin uh, a month ago or a couple of months ago uh, with the team talking about this. And we're, we'd love to hear what, what, um, what you all think. And we can, so you can make a submission, go to the DPMC website, and make a decision. So you go to dpmc.govt.nz, govt.nz, and you search for national security or you can email us at strategy at dpmc.gov.nz. So that will be National Security Strategy, spelt just the way that sounds with no dots between it, at dpmc.govt.nz. Thanks for listening to a Radio One ninety-one FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.